in five, four, three, two, one. What up, everybody? Welcome to the show. Greatest show on earth. The second greatest show on earth. I don't know. But we're back. Christ the culture. Listen, episode. No I'm not even going to call out a number anymore. Here's Mm-mm. the reason why. It's because <laughs> if people only understood the journey, if people yeah. only understood like everything that we've been through, like to get to this point, episodes deleted. Fact. Wi Fi not working. Fact. Driving two hours to get equipment and then and then it doesn't do what it's supposed to do. Big facts. And I can see our our co star, our co star, our co host, you know, feature co host in the in the uh, green room. He's he's like, amen, because he's probably been there. <laughs> there is nothing worse than when you go to do something and you've mm-hmm. done all the research and then it doesn't do what it's supposed to do. Hey man, listen, God got something he's special shouting. anyway. <laughs> Listen, look. God got something special. He's going to meet us right where we at right now. Hey, hey, listen, that's a fact. That's a fact. Yeah. You know, this guy, I'm looking at, I'm looking at the green room while I'm looking at, at our guests. I don't want to shout it out too, too early, but yo, a couple things we got to do first. Come on. Subscribe. subscribe. If you haven't done so already, make sure you go ahead and hit that subscribe button. And if, if, if you, and if you have done so already, but you haven't hit the bell, hit the bell. Cause you need those notifications. You need to know every time we drop something. So. I need y'all to do that. We need Please y'all to do. do that for us. Uh, and then also, shout out to our guy, Jerome Lee Lewis. Shout out to Jerome uh, He just, I think he just probably is, is he might be on a plane right now or something like that. I'm not sure. But they're in Hawaii having a good time. If I can, I'm going to throw up a picture. Here it is right here. If you don't see it, here we are. We're still here. But <laughs> we're, still uh, here. Hey, we're still here. Yeah, right. Listen, shout out to our guy, Rome. Uh, yeah. Love you, bro. Uh, Love him. deeply, dearly missed. Uh, he'll be back uh, next episode next week. So, uh, if, if and if you haven't done so yet, Romedi Chronicles. <laughs> Romedi Chronicles. Make sure y'all do that. Uh, go follow them. They just started a, a vlog, a vlog channel, right? Um, yes, sir. They had it. A, they had it a couple years ago, and then you know they done had three babies, back in motion, two houses, now, multiple vehicles. Like you know, so they're back on it though. So shout out to them, and make sure y'all go check that out. Um. With that being said, I was going to express some grievance, grievances. What you got to um, say? Got to say. I want. I want to go back. I want to go back because I had a grievance earlier. Um. But do I want to bring this up? Do I want to talk about it? You should. We're here for this. I have a. I have a different grievance though. This time. Oh. Oh. Come on. Oh. All right. All right. Yo, okay, so here's my grievance. Here's my issue. Here's my beef. Here's what I got a problem with. If I get one more spam account on Instagram of oh some girl my. saying that she want that she want <laughs> that I could come find her and have a good time, I'm no. And then what's even worse is like you get the spam account, like you get the spam account, and then it's it says like you go to block him and it's like his name is like Shikari or Bill <laughs> or John. It's like, bro, if you're gonna Damn. be a scammer, if you're gonna be a scammer, at least be like listen. Don't be good at it, but you know what I mean. They are out here wilding with the likes and all the stuff that they try to do on Instagram. I'm just yes, trying to I have am. a regular time and, and have a safe, sanctified mind here. Move around. That's it. That's it. That's, that's all it. we want. That's all but, we want. Anywho, that's my grievance. Uh, Brown, you bring 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 us a grievance next week. Bring us something that that just grinds your gears next week. I do. I have okay. one. All right. I have one. We'll be ready for it. With that being no, no, said, no. right now. Oh. 
Oh, Dallas something. has, <laughs> yeah. All right, go let, ahead. Let, let, let me let me say this. The thing about social media is, believe half of what you see, and none of what you heard. I'm gonna say this. Run that back. Believe what? Half back. of what you see, and none of what you heard. If you don't have the full context, don't reply and make yourself look foolish. I'm gonna just leave it at that. And that one, and that one's on the house. That's on the house. That one's on the house. With you saying that, it makes me think of yo, our last episode. I didn't realize how I I had some strong takes. I did. And for that, I'm not gonna say I'm sorry because I'm not sorry because it was just an opinion. However, I wish you had the button so you could double down and hit the button. <laughs> I'm not sorry for what I said, but maybe I came off a little strong. <laughs> we'll insert the sound right here. And and I mean this from the bottom of my heart. I would like to take the time right now to apologize um to absolutely no one. <laughs> I was like, dang, to who? Like, you ain't tell me nothing. To no one. To absolutely nobody. <laughs> <laughs> Conor McGregor, huh? Yeah, absolutely. Nah, but listen, listen. But here's the thing, yo. This is what Christ the Culture is about. We like we we're gonna communicate honestly, effectively. We're gonna communicate in love, but but not only that, yo. We're gonna challenge. We're gonna challenge some of some of y'all. We're gonna challenge ourselves and our thinking and whatnot. Absolutely. And so we, you know, we're gonna bring. We're gonna have some topics and some questions and some stuff that we bring up that, yo, you might not agree with. And guess what? That's okay. There's that's okay. It's okay for us to disagree. It's okay for that. It's not an attack on nobody. Not at all. We want y'all to believe that Jesus Christ died on the cross and, and paid that cost for you. First and foremost. Uh, that's first and foremost. Uh, I want you to believe that he's the only way towards salvation. That's absolutely. But if you come here with your opinion and not facts, we're just going to leave it as opinion. And we ain't going to judge you for that. Because you know what? When you hit the like button, when you hit the follow button, we family, dog. It's not like you it's not your family. It's not like you following us. It's like you joining the family. So we wouldn't be increasing doing what we're doing without anybody that hit the follow button, subscribe button, like button. So it's not like we're not better than anybody. We're not none of that. We are a family. So we when you when you make a comment and when you do the things, we appreciate all of that. Love you. Continue to do what That's you right. do. Continue to to allow us to uh, be flexible with uh, our uh, with, with our uh, approach and everything. Paul's on flexible. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, definitely. I mean, because you want to know why? Because we're not perfect. So we're not going to say everything perfect. I think that's one of the most interesting things about being in the content space now is guess what? Not everybody's going to like your opinion. And guess what? There are people that love you dearly, that you love dearly, that aren't going to agree with your opinion as well. And that's okay. It is what it is. But that leads us to right now. Who we got in the stash right now, dog? We got family in the green room right now. Come on. We got we got family in the green room. This guy has been around. This guy's been around us for a minute. He was he was around when I, I believe was he around when there was the 67? Absolutely. He wasn't pre he was okay. Okay. No, no, no. He was around when the 67 was going down. There. Okay. He just was too good for us because he played for the ACC. Hey. Oh, hey. <laughs> hey, man. 
my boy, my boy, my boy won a natty. He won a he won a he natty. did win a natty. He did win a natty. Yo, man. I got the throw up the photo of him with the natty with the natty <laughs> championship. Throw up the photo. A, my baby's a national champion. He's a national champion. <laughs> Yo, but this next the next guest. So our guest, this is the first time we're doing this, right? Uh, but we wanted to have a conversation wrapped around something, uh, wrapped around something that was that's that could be a, a, a touchy subject. Uh, a touchy subject because you that are watching, maybe you've been through this before. Maybe you know somebody who's been through this before. But we're going to be talking about church discipline today. Church. But there's a reason why I brought this. There's a reason why I brought this guy on. Is because he's walking through church discipline right now. Ah. Now, y'all know we're not on the show to be messy or anything like that. So he's, he's not going to be dropping no names or nothing. But we are on the show to help people we do have christ the culture to help people but to also help guide them truth with with the truth biblical truth and so yep. with that being said man y'all welcome our guy our brother in christ our, our, our brother welcome to the chat or welcome to the stream Yes, sir. Hey, hey, on undisputed man we gotta dap up man we gotta yeah. oh, okay okay all right all right <laughs> Listen, man. Hey. Welcome. Welcome. Hey. I was telling them, dog. I said we got a national champion in the building, dog. I don't hey, want to nah, brother. I'm just a humble. I was guided by y'all, man. Except <laughs> Hey, I'ma say this, y'all. Rumor oh. has it is he rumor has it is he got carried to a chip. Oh, that's what we're doing? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hold hey, on, hey, 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 we since he said that, what was your role in this, bro? I'll tell you my role. My role was leader, provider of buckets, distributor, encourager, and you know, just overall a teammate brother, man. Glory. Team leader. Team leader. We like that. Hey, oh, hold on. You're making that sound like I'm Draymond Green. I'm not Draymond <laughs> Green, bro. I was, hold on, hold on, hold on. He definitely put you in a Draymond Green bag, bro. He did. He like did. two points, 0. 0.1 rebounds, five turnovers. <laughs> It's still, but, a, hey, it's, but, but still, still the stat sheet. We'll see how his contract goes next year. <laughs> uh, Larry is no, for y'all. For you guys that don't know, this is Dallas Doku here, uh, legendary drummer. Uh, you know, in, in the in the Midwest or, or or the southern part of the the uh, U.S. Rather, people call it the South. I believe it's the Midwest, but nonetheless, I digress. Um, but we got our guy Dallas oh. here. Um, and we, Dallas, are, are you, are you ready, man? Listen, do me a favor real quick. Um, walk us through, walk us through like your story, your journey, but not, but not only that, uh, walk us through kind of what you've been through recently, where God has you, uh, and, and, and give us your beef, man. Cause you've had, you had a lot to say over the last couple of weeks. First and foremost, um, I want to say thank you, Stefan. Jared, you know, Rome Dollars. He, you know, he was the big bro back at Rama. Him and Jared helped me out when I was wearing Kobe's with khakis, you know. <laughs> those were the <laughs> And then, you know, you know, those were, you know. Oh, one hundred percent. And I thought I was fly, boy. You know what I'm saying? So I, I appreciate being on here. Stefan, you know, you're always a brother to me. I hope you edit that out, but you know, I do appreciate you. No, all uh but no ma'am. Um, so the season I'm in right now, you know, obviously it's not news to anybody that, you know, I'm having a kid, 
you know, having uh, a, wait, a baby wait, girl. Wait, wait, we gonna celebrate that? Yeah. Oh, that's love, man. I appreciate that. Give it up. Give it up. All right, go ahead, go ahead. Who would have thought? I mean, yeah, who would have thought, you know? Don't shut up. So, you know. <laughs> no, man. So I'll just summarize it. I'll just summarize it so it doesn't become like a rant and stuff. But basically, you know, have a child out of wedlock, right? So in that process, um, these churches that I contract for or play for, you know, kind of, you know, sat me down in a way that was kind of like, how do I phrase this delicately? Because, you know, I'm on a Christian podcast, you know. It was just jacked stop, up the stop, way they did it. <laughs> With my KG, but listen, listen. I'm, I, listen, long as you're not saying no names, Let's talk about real emotions, real feelings. So you you saying you saying you had this you had your kid you you're having your kid. Let's go into the, the space on let me ask you a few questions, right? Please. At, at what so it's not like a full just long story, then we get to the question. So let me just ask Yeah, you. yeah, just yeah. All right, all right, so 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 here we go. When when did you find this out? When did you uh, find what? out? What so, did you find out? Okay. I found out, I want to say, it was the end of May or or March, right? Mm-hmm. It was right before, I want to say, a couple weeks or a month before camp meeting. So before All right. July. Mm-hmm. All right. So that's when you found out. When did you tell them? <laughs> so it was... I told them, I'm going to keep it a buck, bro. I told them, uh, not January, November, November, yeah, I would say November. I told them November. All right, so here we go. So let's lay, we're laying the foundation here. So 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 Dallas, I know you're about to ask your question, but I just want to, for the sake of foundation and con, so Dallas, Dallas, you play the drums. Yes, so he's a, he's a he's a he's a deaf a great drummer, plays drums at multiple churches as a as a he's a musician. So um, waited six months to tell him. It sounds like go ahead, Jared. All right. So you so you waited to six months. First question we need to to figure out is, and we need to have the answers is what was what was your motive or what was your feelings on why you did those things. And why you no, not even why you did those. Why you uh because I want to say this correctly, why you waited so long to tell them. Okay, because I didn't know why you was asking why, you know, the process of you know, but oh, hey, no, 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 Okay, 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 okay. No, 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 no. We all know the process, baby. Okay, <laughs> brother. Hey, brother. That way you worded it to me. I was like I worded that incorrect. Hey, hey, the process is always a beautiful thing. Now now hey, hey. Hey, hey, now, now this is real. I ain't, I ain't asking for, I ain't asking for that. I said it the wrong way, but you know what I mean. Here we go. I got you. I got you. I got you. So I will tell you this: as many people know, Stefan knows that I am a private person. So I've always been this way. Either if it's with a job I got, with someone I'm playing for, someone I'm dating, any anything like that. Any of my personal life, I keep private until my circle. Sometimes I include Stefan, but Stefan has a big mouth sometimes. You know what I'm saying? I'm just kidding. But um, so no, man, my agenda. So 
I will say this, and I'll keep it a buck because we're here, man, and not many people know this, but it was like, I did it because there was a chance. There was a chance that they'll sit me down. There was a chance to sit me down. And at the time, you know, I got to stack my bag. You know what I'm saying? I Because there's doctor's appointments, there's this, there's gas, there's groceries, there's blah, 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 blah. So in that, in that mindset, I'm just like, I don't try. I'm not putting my finances in the hands of these people, in a sense. So I waited. And plus, I had to, you know, there's a process that I wanted to see if the baby survived. You know, I wanted to see, like, there was different things that I wanted to see checked out before I came into home. Then once all those things did check out, I was just like, nah, not yet, not yet. I said that for about <laughs> three weeks. That's said that for three weeks. I was yeah, like, you said, yeah, you said that for six months. He said, a little too much dip on a chip. I'm not getting yeah. it. I, I was like, I'll do it next month. I'll do it next month. I was like, mm-hmm. I would have some good weeks where my bread was stuck. I'm like, Next month, next month, next month. And then I said that until, like, you know, it was mainly when she wasn't showing as much. Then when she started, when that jawline started, you know, I was like, mm-hmm. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> one of those she tried walking to the church, you said, you stay from around here now. Yeah. <laughs> oh, now. Oh, now. Oh, 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 hey, hey, hey. Yeah. But, yeah, but, so, so, yeah man, so basically that, yeah. Uh, okay, so with that, so we're going to ask some, this is another question building off that so we can build the foundation. What, were you a little apprehensive because of um, the culture of what you've seen when people have done that before in in other situations? So if you've seen somebody else walk through that, you're like, I don't want to have to deal with what I've seen them have to deal with. Oh, 100%. 100%. Okay. Because it was um, definitely that, but also I thought my situation would be different. Again, because... Not saying I'm better than anybody, not saying that I'm worth more than anybody, but my resume and my my receipts have always been, you know, genuine, have always been like, you know, I can count on this guy. And I've done things for people. I've I've helped churches out Church, in ways. Church wise, you ain't never had no problems, is what you're saying. You've never never had no problems. I've always been reliable. I have done, you know, been I've backwards. done services. Yeah. yeah. I've played keys for people when people back up. I've done, I've put my stuff out there. So I thought this was going to be handled different. And the situations too, I thought I was going to be handled differently. So, okay. Yeah. So you thought you was going to be handled differently. In a but, sense, yeah. So, where are you right now in your position to how you feel about this? How do you feel? How do you view things after uh, what you've seen? Because I know. Um, you have some more stuff that you want to talk about with, with that included. Cause I'll, I'll even ask you the question. Um, I know you feel as if that it was, um, wrongful, like it was abuse, abusive church discipline where it's not fair on multiple sides where people choose, <clears throat> pick and choose to what they want to discipline. Where are you at in this space right now with that? Keep it a buck too. Um, keep it a buck. Heated. I'm heated. So it's so for me at least, for me, it, it ticks me off. It ticks me off to the highest degree because it's like you have people doing this, and I'm sure we'll get into this later. So I won't mm-hmm. give my full answer now. But dude, you have people acting like this way and this way, and they have no repercussions. Or okay. people doing the same thing I did with no repercussions. 
because there's no evidence of it, but they do it and people are aware that they do it. But for me, someone who, again, I'm not above everybody and I know I did what I did was wrong. I'm like, mm-hmm. I, I'm aware of that. But for me, when I put my neck out for you constantly and, you know, done this, this and that. And, you know, of course, you know, ask for forgiveness, done all the natural things, done the supernatural, like spiritual things. But and then you still it, it just seemed a lot. It was a lot of gaslighting. There was a lot of spiritual gaslighting, a lot of spiritual just like manipulation because it was like. We'll get into it later. I will give again. I will give it all out now. But it was just like you need to do this. This is for you. This is mm-hmm. for you. And at the time, you know, I was like, if this was all I did, like if this is all I did, like, and I'm getting money from these churches, right? So this is bread, and they're like, hey, this is going to be better for you. Okay, take money in my pocket. Like it, it's just like, and then and then kick me out and kind of exile me, send me into exile, and then take money out my pocket. It's just like. Can I ask uh, you this question, Dallas? Uh, um, the churches, because you you played at multiple churches, right? Like you yeah, had, yeah, yeah. had you had a home church ish, but you but you played at multiple churches too, as a contracted musician. Any type of uh, before your before your church discipline or anything like that? Was there any type of morality clause or anything like that that says, hey, in order for you to be a part of this team, in order for you to be a part of this area of our ministry, you have to conduct yourself in this manner, and these are the expectations. As a contracted musician, as a not not as a member, as a contract mm-hmm. musician. Dude. Well, now I was like, no. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Yo, he hey, he sold it. Yo, he definitely sold it. Like, no. No. So as a contractor, I have no religious responsibility. I have no moral, I have no ethic, I have no religious responsibility. So me being spiritual and religious is a plus to them in a sense. And, and again, other people are doing stuff openly that, you know, I wasn't doing. So then they get to walk away scot-free. But when it comes to me, it's just like, hey, you know, we got to, we got to do this for you. Yeah. Yeah. For like months. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, 100%. But yeah, 100%. So let's, let's, let's do this. So let me ask you this. Let me, let me ask you this. What is your, we got to think about, and this is because we care about your soul here. We care about you. So my thing is, what is your heart posture in this? And what are you doing to change in, in being repentant and turning in a different way? So my thing is, having your heart posture is your posture in understanding that this discipline may not be, it may not be fair for the standards of they're not implementing this for you. But how often do you think that God is doing this for his redemptive plan in your life? And I know I know it's a little tough sometimes to think about to yourself, like, how could this be a redemptive plan in my life if it's taking bread out my pocket? If it is if it is uh, if I'm not able to do what I love to do, because I know you love to drum. Right. But what is your posture in that? Right. You got to think about what what did you what did you decide to do? when this happened because we need the we need the real answers for that i'm gonna keep bro this is family y'all have known me for a long oh, time you good you good over this sure. one, so okay y'all, y'all know me for a long time a lot of y'all helped me through stages of seasons stefan for one you know it's helped me through seasons of just you know darkness and stuff so i'll, I'll just say it like this man 
my posture at first was not correct. It was not right. Uh, um, you know, I will say that it was rageful. It was angry. It was, it almost felt like I was running off negative energy. You know what I'm saying? So in basketball, um, this might be a long-winded answer, but I'll try to summarize it. You know what I'm saying? Not, take, so, take your time with the answer, bro. You good. Okay, cool, man. So like in basketball, y'all know me like, you know, in Kobe too, you know, rest in peace. But um, rest in peace to Bean. Um, my mentality was just kill. My mentality was killed. So everything, every every negative emotion and every like chakras, I kept in Pandora's box in a sense, right? So when I played, I fueled off that energy. I fueled off that energy. And transition to now, I'm doing that again. So churches kick me out. They're they're exiling me. I'm black. I'm I'm this, this, and this. And that's become rage and Pandora's box and I'm hating people. I'm hypersensitive. Um, I look at every church person as a liar. I look at preachers as liars because the preacher on that on on one of those campuses was just yeah, like, yeah, yeah. was just like, hey, we want you know, you don't need to be alone. Like if you sin, we're no one here is perfect. Blah blah. Basically preaching this message of like, it doesn't matter what you've done. Jesus has forgiven, which is true. Yeah, all that's true and stuff. And then for him to say that, and then when in my I'm in my time of need. And nobody reaches out to me. Nobody reaches out to me. Nobody says anything to me. So at this point, it's just rage. I'm yeah, cracked. Say, hmm? When you when you say, to, oh, sorry, but when you say no one reaches out to you, just because I want to be clear for the sake of, you know, viewership and whatnot. Church. But no, so no, no church people, when you say they didn't reach out, they reached out to you about the discipline, but not about the discipleship. So, yeah, even before that, even when I first approached some of these churches about it, their first words wasn't congratulations. Their first word wasn't, oh man, that's awesome. It was it was always a sigh and a deep breath. It was always like, hey, um, sorry about this, but we're gonna have to sit you down, this, this, and this. And I'm just like, there was one church in particular that I was super confident about because again, this was the campus that they were like, we're gonna walk things with people. We don't leave people where they are, you know, blah, 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 blah. We have each other's back. And I look and there was testimonies of that, like from people in the band of singers. But when it came to me, it was just like, hey, you know, you need to do this. You got to do this, that, and third. And for me, all that, it, it put me in a real dark space, put me in a super dark space because it was like, I trust these people, you know, a lot more than I should. These people became, you know, influenced to me, became family in a sense. And for them to just, drop me like you know like that you know definitely hurt but then so i let myself feel it mm -hmm. i definitely let myself feel it um let myself process it um and i didn't because i'm about to have a daughter man like i didn't want to be running off this negative energy i don't want to have to count on pandora's box of negative emotions and hate and rage to practice hard or be there for you know people i love and stuff so really made me shift gears and be like, okay, how can I walk through this so I can give, be an example to Millie, you know, when she's walking through hurt or anything, how can I say I did it this way or this way works. So if you have any trouble, you can do this. Right. So I do counseling, I do counseling. And then that really helped me see perspective. And again, I knew I was in the wrong, like I knew I was in the wrong. Right. So I'm admitting that my thing and then forgiveness to myself first. I had to forgive myself because 
you know, there's a lot of shame, super, a lot of shame. Even today, man, like even walking around church and stuff today, like I get look at like I have leprosy or, or I, you know, created Corona. You know what I'm saying? It's just like, <laughs> you, know, you know what I'm saying? And it's just like, it's the feeling of, you know, forgiving myself first and foremost, because God forgave me, forgiving myself, processing, feeling it. And then, man, right now I'm in a really good space, honestly. Like, I'm yeah, in a really good space. God. If it was not for, of course, Jesus and my community, like my close friends, my close friends, the ones who are with me in the trenches, like I don't, I don't know where I'd be, you know what I'm saying. So, I so, summarize it for that. Yeah, yeah. So for for everybody that's watching this, everybody's gonna be listening. First and foremost, the purpose of church discipline it is to be is for restoration. That's that's number one. The purpose of church discipline is for restoration. And a lot of times we start church discipline with excellence. So I understand exactly what you're saying. Uh, people look at you like like you've done the worst thing where you look around and you're like, all of this is happening and it's crazy. And we're all looking at the same thing, but we're not talking about it. Restoration should be key. Our responsibility is as well is to have community, as you say, and be accountable to community and be around for restoration to occur. But I will we, say this too. I will say this. Too. I don't mean to cut you off. I didn't mean to say it to you. You know, you good. You good. You good. You good. <laughs> so in that restoration and all that stuff, man, it was definitely eye opening. I got to rest. I haven't done that in five years. I got to rest, and I got to be at my lowest of low. And this time, instead of seeking out people to put pick me back up, it was God this time. Because I heard this quote. It was like. That sometimes you hit rock bottom to see that God, the rock at the bottom. You know what I'm saying? And I thought of examples of just like, you know, he would reveal to me of like Daniel's in the lion's den. Joseph in the coat of many colors, right? You have David, you have this, this, and this, and third. And it's like, this, honestly, my exile, my, you know, bad looks, all this kind of stuff brought me closer spiritually than a lot of what was being preached because I'm walking through this. The, the thing, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. So it, it just hit different, man. It hit very different because it's like God finally got to pick me up and not just, you know, more money or new people or like new opportunities. It was, you know, God that picked me up this time. So definitely. So me me and Stefan were having this conversation talking about church discipline out of nowhere. I was in Kansas City. We was in the Starbucks, right? And he was like, do you think it is um, like necessary for people to like have to sit down when they commit these things, right? Like if they commit a sin, they do a thing that's openly visible. And I was like, absolutely, I do. And Stefan's opinion, and correct me if I'm wrong, was like, which I, which I will share when you, I'll share yeah, mine. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Was like, I don't think, I don't, I don't think it's necessary. My thing is, and I said, and I said about this and, and there's, sin that goes on from the back to the front that uh, that everybody is dealing with a sin issue in their life but there's also a thing if you're at that front as well and there is there is a, a, a requirement but there's also if we let you slide with it up at front up at the front what happens if that causes another brother to stumble by seeing you do that and deeming it acceptable so i think we have to think more about our brother and our people that we're setting this example to 
and be willing to say, all right, man, I messed up. I'm going to have to sit sit down and I'm going to have to take this time. And I also put it in an example of this. Let's do basketball, right, bro? You get to really see somebody's heart when what is taken away from them and they can't do it and they have to sit down. You'll get to see what their heart posture is in this. So let's do basketball. Let's say you have a basketball player on your team. Let's go to your national championship team. You're the best player. Everybody loves you. You you grind and practice. You do all of this stuff, but you made a huge mistake. You got suspended. How would you feel if in that time, that player that's on your team that you feel like, dang, I'm locked in with this person, said, you know what? I'm suspended for this time. I'm done coming around the team because I can no longer play with y'all. I can no longer do the things that people seen me for doing. I'm not going to come around there no more. You you feel what I'm saying? You would say so, to yourself, you would say to yourself, was your heart with your, was your heart with your brothers in doing this to get the so, job done? Collect. Go ahead. Yeah. Here we go. Yeah, yeah. No, no, no. I hear you. That's a great example. That's an awesome example. Luckily for me, you know, I walked through that. I ran. So there was somebody, I won't say no names because y'all know this person, but there was somebody, you know, slipped up, wasn't going to class, doing this, this, and the third, got suspended. For him, basketball is the only reason he was there. I understand basketball and worship is two different things, but for this instance, we'll kind of work with it. So for me, I was the first person with him. I was just like, hey, like, I understand you can't do this, but still get ready. Still get ready to come back. Still, you know, so we have groups out there with him. We still make him feel included. He's at practice. He's not shooting. And then after practice, we just start shooting. Like, there's things of, you know, I understand heart, heart posture is one thing. It's something to deal with. But there's also, it's hard to say that somebody whose life is this craft, you know, wouldn't feel a certain type of way about having that stripped from them. And they may process it different. They may process it well or not. I think. The thing about heart, heart posture is something that the Lord obviously takes care of and stuff, but it's also something that looks different. So if, like, say this player, he gets suspended, and then he just doesn't show up again. Okay, what was his background? Okay, so he's used to doing this, this, and this, and then acting like this. Okay, let me reach out to him. Okay, so he does Commun- this, 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 oh. and this. Community. Commun- yeah. Community. There we mm-hmm. go. Is that, yeah. And that's, a, and that's a, a focal point to where... I agree with you when you're saying this because community in real restoration, and it comes back to this, to where right. it sounded like your 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 situation wasn't, hey, for the sake of your soul, for the sake of, of of people around, for the people in this congregation who we care about, for the sake of Dallas Doku, we're going to do this so we can restore him. And we want him back here because this is our brother in Christ. We want this. That's not what it was. It sounded like 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 a parent that says, you embarrass me in front of all these people. You're done. Are there any are there any like are there any details? And if if you say no, there's no other are there any details that that or anything that occurred that that made you say, Yeah, this is not worth it. Oh, one hundred percent. Oh, one hundred percent. Bro, it's hard to stay in it. What? Bro, so from the uh, oh brother. So from the jump when I'm getting so that whole process, I skip steps just for the you know time or saying all that kind of stuff. But that process, so I go, I go to them, you know, just uh, before anything comes out. I'm just like, hey, this is happening, this, this, and this. 
Oh, okay, cancel. Oh, okay, cancel. Oh, okay. And this, two of these churches, so one of them, people drink openly, people live together openly, people do this, this, and the third. So I'm coming to them like, hey, I'm doing this because we have a personal relationship. Let's, let's so, they drink openly or they get drunk openly? Both. <laughs> yeah, that's wrong, man. <laughs> I, I mean, it, both in the sense of... No, no, I'm saying... They're drinking like, to get drunk. They're partying. They're drinking okay. to get yeah, yeah, yeah. I just want to be I just want to be clear because there's no we, there's no definitive thing that says Christians aren't allowed to drink. So drunk, like yes. Drunk. You're right. Drunk, you're no, right. but you're drinking. Right. Yeah. You're so right. I just want to be right. clear. No, no, my fault. My my fault. No, you're good. You're That's good. what we do here at Christ the no. Culture. That's what we do. I don't want to be corrected by you though. <laughs> I'd rather get corrected by Brown. I don't <laughs> but it, it so that's happening. People are smoking weed openly. I've played with cats at this one church who aren't even saved. You know what I'm saying? Who are not even saved. And it's the work it's the worship pastor's job to get them saved. And I play with that. So I'm around all of this at stage. I'm around uh some person was going, you know, they were transitioning to the different gender. All this on stage. And me, I just praise Jesus. I do my job. I give him that booty back, I got, you know what I'm saying? And then, I'll, you know, praise God. He's good, you know. So I'm coming to this dude, and I'm just like, hey, this is happening. And then it surprised me because he was like, oh, yeah, man. Okay, cool. Uh, we'll just have to take on the schedule for a little bit. And I was like. Hold up. Did you hit him with the Denzel? Oh, no, you didn't. <laughs> <laughs> I'm putting cases on. Right? <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna hit it with a Denzel. First of all, I, I hit it with that scratcher. Oh, I said, what? <laughs> then I was like, I'm gonna kill. Him. But you know, then I went Samuel Jackson. I was like, you, mother. you know what I'm saying? So <laughs> it was that. But all that to say, all that to say, um, and then I'll probably talk about the other thing later. But yeah, it's hard to stay because, bro, it's so easy just to dip, especially when the world shows you more love than some Christians do. You know what I'm saying? And it's it's genuine stuff. Like when the whole um, baby announcement was released, you had so many people that, you know, weren't even saved coming, you know, hit me up and stuff. And it was easy for me to drop, especially since I'm already exiled. And Stefan, you know me, like, I'm already now used to out. being by myself. He's out. He's out. <laughs> Y'all ain't got no love for Dallas? Yeah. <laughs> now he's out, bro. That's just that's just that's always been Dallas. Like you know what I'm saying? And you give me a reason. Give me a reason and I'm also Dallas. I'm out, you know what I'm saying? But for the sense of just like I it was it was more of a mental battle, man, mental spiritual, because it was like I don't want to be defeated by this. I don't want this to be like, you know, the end, not the end of me, but like the sense of just like, like, what am I going to teach my daughter when this happens? To like, when people start pushing back and stuff, just for you know, you to be like, all right, you know, cool, you know what I'm saying? No, but it was definitely soul searching. But I could, bro, easily. Like when Kobe was talking about Baba, he said, easy, money. easy money, easy money. That was me, bro. <laughs> like, He's ready. You're ready to wash your hand, wash your hands at church. Church, the Lord, everything. And it, like that meme when he was like, you know, and disappeared, bro. That that was me. That was me, yeah. bro. I, so in, insert insert Stefan now. Insert yes, yes, sir. Yes, sir. Mr. Walker's opinion. Here we go. 
So uh, here, here's what's interesting to me. Here's what I find interesting. Let's let's look at. So if we look, if we were to look at First Corinthians chapter five, and for those of you on. guys that aren't, I know what you're doing there. I, no, brother, brother, I'm just, I'm no, just no, this, 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 this is a good word. Go ahead. <laughs> we just, we're about, we just talking about the good book. So it, like, let's look at First Corinthians chapter five. And it deals, it's dealing with this case of incest that's happening in the in the church of Corinth. Now, if you know anything about the church of Corinth, and for those of you guys that do not know, this church was wild. Wilding out. A lot of junk going on, right? And so there's there's something that's happening in this church. And so I'm going to read this as fast as I can. And, and let's hope I read this better than Jared read last the other week. <laughs> I saw that too. I saw that too. <laughs> I, could, I had to take a shot. I had to do it, bro. Uh, Verse five, verse one. It is actually reported that there's a there's sexual immorality among you and of a kind uh, and of a kind that even pagans do not tolerate. A man is sleeping with his father's wife and you are proud. Shouldn't you rather have gone into mourning and have poured out uh, of your fellowship the man who has been doing this? Uh, for part for my part, even though I am not physically present, I am with you in spirit. As one who is present with you in this way, I've already passed judgment in the name of our Lord Jesus on the one who has been doing this. So when you are assembled and I am with you in spirit and the power of our Lord Jesus is present, hand this man over to Satan for the destruction of the flesh so that his spirit may be saved on the day of the Lord. Amen. Amen. <laughs> now. <laughs> now, here's what I find interesting, though, is because we can look there and we can see Paul was it was pretty clear. Yes, very throw much. that man out. Yo, he's he's on one, he's wilding, throw him out. But then Paul comes back in second Corinthians. Yes, Jared? Yes, he does. Comes back in second, he does come back in second Corinthians. And he comes back in second Corinthians chapter two and he and he tells them basically he says, and if my interpretation is wrong, he says, Yo, you're being harsh. Come on, bring him back, reel him back in, which going yeah. back to the word restoration. Now, here's what here's where here's where I fall. Here's where I, here's what I think. Mm -hmm. I think there's I think there's a lot of layers to church discipline that aren't really talked about a, a ton. And even even like the correct steps, because we know about what you know, what the book of Matthew talks about and how it says, you know, like if they come to you in private. It's a right like deal with it in private. Yeah. If he's still sinning. Bring two or more. If two or more together. Bring two, and then also two or more, two or more together. There he is in the midst. Has everything to do about judging sin according according to to scripture. Just FYI, just in case you were unaware, that's about judgment. But, um, <laughs> but you know, and then it, it proceeds to tell you kind of how to deal with with when there's mess going on, or you know, when you have fault with somebody, or whatever the case may be. And so my thing is, Brown Dallas. If Dallas came in private, if Dallas came in private and said, hey, like, yo, this is what's going on, regardless of why he came, when he came, it, this is, and this is opinion. Come on. How, how does the, how does that work to where now we sit you down? And then, like, like we sit you down and we expect you to still show up. And then you're going to show up and just FYI, nobody's going to really talk to you. Nobody's really going to bring you in. Nobody's going to say, hey, congratulations on your daughter, Millie. Nobody's going to do that. Like, you know, and, and I understand where we, you know, I, I all churches aren't like this. Um, but there are a lot of millennials 
a lot of young people and just a lot of people, period, who have went through church discipline. But the steps in the discipline, in the disciplining, hopefully I'm using that, hopefully I'm saying that word right. Like they, they kind of off to me, bruh. They kind of it's a it's a little off. Go ahead. So, right? This the reason why the steps are off is because people aren't even rightly interpreting and reading the Bible. So if you don't have a plan for church discipline, if that is not in your church standards, bylaws, things like that, and you deal with it by a case-by-case -case thing, and you deal with every single one differently, you never had anything in place because you never really cared about restoring your people back into your congregation. What you cared about was the number of people there. But if you had a system in place where it's fair game for everybody across the line, and you know why it would be fair game across the line? is because you're called and commanded to love one another. So if I love Dallas, I correct Dallas. If I love Stefan, I correct Stefan. My thing is, if there's nothing put in place, and if there's no, and let's put it this way in churches, if there's nothing to hold the pastor accountable, what do you make, make what makes you think they're worrying about devising a plan to hold you accountable? That's what it comes down to. The problem is there's nothing wrong with discipline at all. The problem is we're picking and choosing where discipline is applied. And you know what? When we recognize, when we recognize that somebody is in this, real, a real church with that there should say, how do we get my brother Dallas back to where he needs to be? What does he need? Where I'm happy. This is a life, but I'm also thankful for his life and how he can be restored back. And this can be something for somebody else to recognize that he went through this restoration process. He sat through this process in his heart. It may have been upset. I'm not saying you sit through this and not being upset. He may have been upset, but we embraced him with so much love that when he recognized that this mistake was something that he did and God still loves him through this mistake, we rocking and rolling. I, I'm with you. I think that's a great if you if you were at my church, you'd be a lead pastor. Absolutely, we on the same page. On the other hand, because you know, you know, we've had this conversation. Dallas, you and I have had this conversation as well. But you pointed out something good. If there is no plan, then how can there be any church discipline? I want to bring this up to you guys. Life have you I don't know if you guys have ever heard of Lifeway, uh, but they do books. Uh, they they have books and stuff. If you go to like your bookstore at church, they probably got books in there, you know, with a little Lifeway publication in the back. And then they do surveys and different things of that nature. So Lifeway put put this survey out in 2018. And the survey, I'm gonna I'm gonna run this off to you. The survey it's was answered this question, and so they asked like a hundred a hundred pastors, uh, all in different lanes and whatnot, like all in different, you know, different type of denominations. But these are people of ortho, you know, they believe the Orthodox faith for the most part, um, or they call them Protestant pastors. So listen to this, y'all. And the question was, when was the last time your church formally disciplined a member? Three or more years ago was 21, 21% of pastors said three or, or more or more years ago. 5% of pastors said in the last two years. 8% of pastors said in the last year, 5% uh, of pastors said in the last six months, 3% of pastors said in the last month, 2% weren't sure, 
And then a member has never been formally disciplined, as far as I know, was 55%. 55%. So that goes to show me a couple of things. One, most, most pastors have no plan. When it when it comes, 55% is a large number of pastors. And then I believe even one part of this survey is a piece in here where it says, like, the churches, like your Methodist church, uh, you know, like different churches in that sector, like, they don't even have a plan. Like, they don't even do church discipline. But mm -hmm. I want to say, like, it's not that I believe church discipline isn't necessary. I think it is. I believe it is. It's biblical. Discipline is biblical. The Bible says that the Lord chastises those whom he loves, whom he loves. So there is some there is something beneficial from discipline. Dallas mentioned everything. He got to rest. He got to really take a deep look at himself in the mirror. Like there was some benefits that came that did that did come from your discipline. However. Come on. The method the my issue is like, does the sit down method have several seats somewhere? Sit down. Let me strip you of. Where you're, let me strip you of not title necessarily, but okay, you can't surf here, you can't do this, you can't do that anymore. You need to sit, and if it is, you need to sit because of where your heart's at, or you need to sit, you need to sit underneath this word because we do go to churches and that that's why they want you to sit. You need to sit underneath this word. Well, it's been the same word I've been hearing since I was five. It's been the same word I've been hearing for the last year and a half. So, am I sitting down because it's the word because I need to get under the word, or am I sitting down because it looks bad on y'all? Because a lot of churches do church discipline because it looks bad on the. That's what I just said. Image, one hundred percent. Like I, I believe that a lot of church discipline happens because of looks. I have I have somebody who's been in my life who's been church disciplined before. I just don't know how. And when I'm saying Dallas and Brown, like I don't know how we can say if we sit them down, then we can see where their heart is at if they stay. But are there not people who get sat down and they literally just sit there or they may not even follow the church discipline protocol or whatever, which typically is, you know, to get sat down and yet they still end up back or whatever? Like, so, so this is my thing with that. Here's on the other side of the coin. No, nah, come on. Uh, come on. So, you see, so this is what I'm saying. You see it in either way because an unrepentant heart is going to repeat that thing again so you're going to either repeat or you're going to leave or you may stay mm -hmm. and you try to cover up what you're doing and then the, the the thing about it is that is the that is there's one thing about public sin but that private one is the one that all of us we all <laughs> deal with that. that's the yeah. one that god knows so yes. my thing is i'm saying what i'm saying to you is i'm <clears> saying <throat> that god is taking that church discipline and using that as Great, it's grace on your life by saying, you know what, you people know about this. This is what I want you to deal with. They know there's a bunch of stuff that we can deal with on our own that we have to deal with on our own. But if it's a public thing, I feel like you got to think about we we need to think about more than ourselves. I think we think we don't think about more than ourselves when we think about church discipline. My thing is, if we're talking about it's causing another brother to stumble, if you say to, and, and this is all about what people are looking at, watching you, if you're on the stage, let's say he's on the stage drumming, mm -hmm. he got, he, that's not, it is real, he, he, his, his, his girl is pregnant now, and he brought it to them behind closed doors, they're recognizing it, and they see what's going on, 
right? Okay. Now the people in the congregation see it. Somebody that is a Christian that is just starting are sitting there saying, that's cool. Are you, 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 you get, do you get, do you get what I'm I, saying? Because, because I, what I'm I hear you, there are people that are like, there's people going to look at it. Like there may be people, if this is, if there's no plan there and you're just going, I'm not going to discipline Dallas because that embarrass us too much, but I might discipline Johnny. Cause that looks bad on the live stream. Get him out of there. Okay, get him out of there. Cause that look that looks bad there. My thing is, it all comes back to a lack of having a plan. And you got to think about as well. There's more people for the sake of the gospel. If it's causing somebody to stumble. Well, I I, I mean that has, I'm sure Stefan will interpret it better than me. But as somebody, you know, and I'm being unbiased uh, in my approach, right? Okay. So in that, man, you have people in the Bible that messed up openly and still kept their title. You have David who literally clapped, you know, got pregnant. <laughs> first, first of all, Dallas, he put another man in the front line of a war. <laughs> I'm just getting it. <laughs> I'm, you, I'm just getting it. And you hey, have David, Moses strike David, right. You David. have... People die every day, B. People die every day, B. <laughs> he was like, damn. He was like, you know. <laughs> but, you know, in the Bible, you have people who mess up openly. And there is history of that, right? And God still keeps them at their place and title. I get what you're saying. Don't let your brother or sister stumble. I get that. But there's some point in time where they need to come to you directly or come to the pastor and be like, hey, What's this? Like, how is this? And they'll be like, well, we explain this, this, and this. So there's not the way, I mean, it just seems kind of like your babe, not you personally, but like by not by walking on ice, making sure you don't make your brother or sister stumble is kind of like, it's a false reality of what the real world will do because they walk past weed, they walk past cigarettes, people cuss by them every day, and you can't protect them from all that. You know what I'm saying? So. In this case scenario, um, say, you know, it just seems a lot more image based than like actual discipline. In, my my in thought sense. process, Brown, my thought process is my thought process is this like uh, going along with what he's saying, because there's some there's some truth in that. Like Noah was a drunkard. Like. God still used him like at, and I don't recall at any point and obviously we're talking about we're not even talking about the early church being formed when we talk about noah and people that have sinned they, there was no early church or any like the discipline came straight from on high every time <laughs> like it which which that discipline boy if we jump into the bag you gotta think about moses too because sometimes i say to myself you sit back and look like Yo, bro, you could let him least walk in and then die. Uh, do something on that. You feel me? Like, yeah. but that discipline and it's like, messed up, big dog. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, I just, I mean, <laughs> can't, can't let you go in that one, buddy. Yeah, he said, hey, you know, hey, brother. You I, know, I think, what are, you're still making the heaven, though, but you so, just can't. Listen, so part of what I'm part of where I'm what I'm thinking though is is this is if if it was me and trust me, sinner, have multiple moments where I should have been sat down 
and nobody nobody found out and like we said that secret sin is what thank the lord for his you know his great like his grace and his mercy covering my life but the sit down method of church discipline for me it's just like i don't know how that draws somebody in how does like how does me saying hey dallas guess what you made a mistake have a seat matter of fact have a seat for 90 days and then we'll talk about you coming back we'll ease you yeah we'll, we'll talk ease you back about in. you coming back yeah and then not only that like we deal with the God of we'll, we deal with the God that has grace. I know he about to line me up and try <laughs> and try to hit a home run out of here. And that's fine. But we deal with the God that we deal with the God that give that gives grace, right? Even in Galatians 6, 1, it talks about dealing with things gently, dealing like gentle restoration and whatnot, which can be a time factor. It can be a time factor, part of restoration. I'm not saying. That that time isn't valuable and that people have that people shouldn't sit. What I am saying is I find it very hard to say to tell to tell someone like, hey, you need to have a seat so I can see where your heart. So like we can make sure that your heart's in the right place and blah, blah, blah. Like, but only God knows the heart. like only God knows the heart at the end of the day. So like the benefit behind like I it's hard for me to see when it comes to church discipline and the sit down method, have a seat method for somebody who is not. And I'm talking about somebody that like Dallas is not a pastor, minister. He's not a leader or anything like that. He's a, he's a contracted musician. Or he's a volunteer. How does how does the sit down method real? How does that bring somebody in? How does that reel somebody in? How does that how does that say, hey, stay? Yeah. Yeah. I don't even have a full statement. My question for you is, what would you suggest? I have a couple of suggestions. I Go ahead. Made. Come on, brother Dallas. Come on, I, brother Dallas. I made. Okay, so <laughs> I thought about this. You know, it's, it's come up once or twice. You know what I'm saying? But here's my thing. So if they are a paid contractor to your church specifically, and you sit, you're like, hey, man, you've done this. Sorry you've done this. We can move you to this, but you'll still be paid. But you have to step down off the stage. Like, say, I mean, depending if it's their full-time gig. There's their full-time gig. They're like, hey, why don't you, you know, do pro presenter? Why don't you do this? They're still in the word. They're still in church and still making money. And I understand the stage can be, you know, a punishment if they're not, you know, on all the time. But that's, that's a method. That's one method. Second method. If they do get sat down off stage, immediately assign a community that not not just any community, but a community that can relate. A community not just based in that church where it's just like not really gone through anything and it's not really like, you know, not really not really open to how this is even possible, right? Assign that person a community of just like, hey, we're with you, we won't annoy you, but you know, we're just gonna walk through this with you. You know what I'm saying? Third, you know what I'm saying? Just like, you know, not have that energy of just cancel, 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 cancel. Because that person, that person that just got, just lost their position is just like, and and you know, I know you know Brown and, you know, Stefan now a little bit, I guess. I, like, knowing you're about to have a kid is like, the first jump is just like, <laughs> yeah, I don't. <laughs> you, you know, you're just like, 
like it, it hits you different and there's so many things going through your mind. There's so many like I just wish the process was more like just more careful for the person instead of just like policy. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like 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 say Stefan did this. Like, hey ma'am, we if we are taking you off the stage, we're doing this for you. But you know, we're assigning you a community. Um, we can meet up every week if you want. We can do this, this and this. You can attend church, you know, and be here, this and this, and then we'll reinstate you. And then also, man, another point to it is like welcoming in somebody, you know, a baby Christian who sees a dude up there that used to be an alcoholic, see a dude up there that just got out of jail, see a dude that just did not go and is worshiping from a place of just like, you know, just, I'm just thankfulness and gratefulness because it's just like what they just came through and the church is walking with them like a community man like a tribe like when you know it i'm trying not to say name i'm trying to you know i'm, I'm, I'm doing we appreciate my best. it yeah, yeah, okay. go ahead let, let, me, let me say this so the biggest sense of what i'm hearing from you um and i, I appreciate my church for this being like the biggest thing i i hear you saying and you continue to say it is community right community is the biggest aspect and real community cares about somebody's soul real church community christian community cares about how you're doing how your walk is with christ and it's not a thing of i want to down this person for this mistake because from the front to the back like i said before everybody here has made a mistake weekly daily hourly minute whatever you feel me what i'm what i'm saying is with that community there needs to be a plan is what everything that you're saying to me is so correct it needs to be a plan and 100 yeah and, and with this is i truly genuinely believe that if they came to you in a community aspect to where they're like, we care, care about you, Dallas. Just like you said, we're going to assign, we're assign, not even assign. We have our, our community here and we're here to, we're just going to uplift you. We're going to build you back up. We want you back on the stage because we believe that God has given you a gift to play the drums. He's giving you the gift to be here. He's giving you a gift that we want to, it's not even just use. We want you to, to be able to do what you love. I know this is putting money in your pocket. We want to do whatever, whatever to make that continue. We know you have a daughter coming. But the difference between that is you'll feel you won't feel the like you won't feel any resentment if you've seen that played out the same way with everybody. So if you knew that was so say say that say that that was played out with everybody the same exact way. Right. And they had that plan. The only thing that you would deal with is you would deal with. Like, like we all do, you would have a, a feeling of shame. You don't know when you want to say it. But what you would say is, I've seen them restore people the same way. They, they're not letting, they're not playing it different because you're too much of a focal point to this ministry to sit you down. You get what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. so, so, go ahead. I want to give my plan. Okay. So is it not possible to disciple to disciple somebody not before that point, but let's say they sin, they come to me in private. And this is this is gonna be interesting because for those of y'all that don't know, my dad's a pastor, and I'm eventually gonna be in a position more than likely where 
you know, God willing, like more than likely where I'll have to make a decision. You know, I'll have a Dallas or I'll have a this, that. Hey, come on. You know, listen. You got to hear my heart. You got to hear my heart, brother. Oh, man, you have a Dallas is crazy. You been waiting for hey, this hey, moment. Hey, that was, they know, when somebody, when they say something controversial, they be like, yo, you got to hear my heart. My heart. My heart. You've been waiting for this. Uh, nah, man. Nah. So I, I may have somebody. I may have somebody in a situation that is like Dallas. Okay. <laughs> Y'all don't know me and Dallas got history. Like we, like. <laughs> yeah. All right. I may have. Some, why? Why? I'm saying, Brown. Like, why can't a pastor? Why can't uh, you know, a deacon or whatever? Why? Why can't a team just commit to? Walking that person through discipleship because the root word word of discipline is disciple. So why can't somebody walk a person through discipleship if they've come in private and admitted and admitted to their wrongs? Okay, this is your discipleship program. You have to be on this program in order to continue to do what you love, what you you know, what we feel like you've been called to do. This, that, and the third. You you have to follow this program. It's a, this is a strict guideline. You have to follow it. If you do not follow it, you cannot play. You will not play. You know, why Why can't, and and I know, I feel like we're all getting to the same point as far as community discipleship, the importance of it. 100%. I think, I think Stephen J. Walker's biggest beef is how am I able to take Dallas and say, have a seat. You need to have a seat for the next three, for the next three months. And then you'll be, and then you'll be in the right place to come back and play. Like, why can't I say, hey, for the next three months, we got 21 sessions, you know, or we got X, we got, we got five sessions a week. And these five sessions a week are, are about sexual immorality. They're about this. They're about that. They're about sin. And guess what? We're going to go through some counseling, too. We're going to figure out, like, why, like, what happened? Like, why did you feel like you couldn't tell us? Why are you always alone, Dallas? Hey, and guess what? Also, while we're doing your counseling, while we're doing your discipleship, guess what we love to do? We want to celebrate you. Why don't we throw you a baby shower? Like, what do y'all need? Like, what? I'm, and I feel like I I don't know if I know where you're gonna go, but I'm not saying we yo this man Dallas. That's what I almost gave myself. You almost gave an offering. It's all the way. Go all out here, man. But go go ahead, Brown. Go ahead. Boy went to the children's church. Got a dollar out. Got a dollar out. Yo, give your babies a dollar. Give your babies a dollar. Teach them how to give. Hey man, glory to God. I got some Bible bucks somewhere, man. It's on the way. Bible bucks. Bible. Go bucks. ahead, you'll go ahead, Jared. Though, because I know, I know you, I know you about to, you about to tee it up. So, so what you said was, why can't they have a program to where they restore Dallas back? Right. That's what you said, right? Yeah. Why can't? Why isn't there like a discipleship? Why couldn't there be a discipleship plan in place? <laughs> Let me tell and you. He's still, and he's still able to serve. Let me tell you something. Let me tell you why I completely agree with you. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> that got me, dog. <laughs> Let me tell you why I completely agree with you. Because that is community. That is caring for somebody. But the problem is, you ready? The problem with why that won't work is because a majority of these churches don't care enough about Dallas's soul and more about Dallas's talent. 
<laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, I mean, they don't care enough about how he's doing. His spirit man is doing. They care more about his talent. So my thing is, what you're saying is great. It is. It is sound good. It, yeah. No, 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 no. <laughs> sound good. No, it's not even. It's it. It is the perfect way for restoration. It is a way, and you can absolutely see his heart through that. But that right. will require people not to worry about them throughout the week. That will require them to dedicate a day to Dallas. That will require somebody to do more than what is already being required of them. You can forget about that. That requires sacrifice. And why should I sacrifice for somebody that has done this? I shouldn't have to stay later in the day because of that. He did it, not me. You feel me? That's what I'm saying. I'm saying it's beautiful, but it also comes down to somebody caring. So do we think, y'all? Do we think that? And Dallas, I'll ask you. Mm -hmm. I just got to give it. In your church discipline, uh, before you before you do that, in your church discipline, well, go ahead. You go ahead. Go ahead, man. No, 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 no. I'll go after. I'll go after. Cause and, I was in your phrase that that Hey, hey, don't play. I'm ready, bro. Um, Dallas. So let me ask you this, and then for those yes, of you guys that are watching too, y'all can let us know in the comments or whatever. Did right. you feel like? Did you feel like those people that were your spiritual leaders, your pastor? your worship leader, your mentors, whatever the case may be, whoever was a part of your your uh, pathway to church, in church, whatever case. Do you feel like they actually care about They cared about you? Or, they, or did they care about your sin? Like, did they care about what you do or did they care about your soul? Like, who, like... That's, that's kind of crazy to answer. No, bro! They literally... <laughs> Bro, they literally, so here's my thing, bro, and you should be proud of me. You should be proud of me because I had another, you know, I had my button ready for, you know, some, <laughs> you know, some things. But, dude, it's everything, like, I could have cried when Brown was given that glory. Just so, because it's like, as, uh, if you're not, if you're not like Stephen Ferdy, if you're not this, this, and this, you won't get treated like that. So, my spiritual leaders, my spiritual no, they didn't care. They cared if I was there for sound check on time. They cared if I was at a rehearsal on time. They cared if I brought sticks. They cared if I knew the material. They And I would do all that for them. And then when it comes to me, it's just like, hey, like, you know. No, they didn't care, bro. Because there would be times, because think about it. I walked through this for six months. So six months, I'm carrying baggage. Not one time where they're just like, Man, how are you, man? Like, how, like, like, not how, once, how are you? Nobody, not, no one reached Dallas. Now, now, you know, I know where you went to church. Nobody, and you know, we're connected with some of the same. Right. My guy, my, I got my, my guy. I'm not, I'm not, <laughs> I, I'm not, I'm not going to say any names out loud. My guy, my guy checked up on you. You know what? I retract. Nobody did, man. No play. <laughs> no. I, I, I can't stand this guy. <laughs> in my last episode, nobody, nobody checked up on me. 
he really saw it. I was like, yo, sure enough, like my guy checked up on me. Definitely. He checked up on me. He checked up. Thank you. Well, well, well. <laughs> whenever you gotta do that, whenever you gotta do that. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, sort of. He at least close uh more than anybody else. I will say that. More he, than anybody. Yeah, he's standing more than anybody. My guy, man. So yeah, I'm not no, dude. Because then again, man. I know how to hide stuff. So I'm doing this, this, and this, but like, it's just like, nobody really checked up. I could not have a sit down moment with anybody because it was like, go ahead. I'm saying, and then here's what's crazy too. Imagine if, y'all imagine if the church, if we did what we were supposed to do, if we really cared about people's souls, if we really cared about discipling people, if we if we got rid of being judgmental, not not saying we get rid of holding people accountable because accountability accountable is different. That's important. And judging yeah. somebody is definitely different. And the Bible specifically states that we can judge each other. We're we cannot judge anybody in the world. Not supposed to. Because they don't they don't do what we do. Bible tells us that. I think it's just bizarre to me that no one checks up. No one, no one, no one disciples. Not and when I say no one, I don't mean to make let me not make a blanket statement. It's rare that you're finding churches nowadays that want to disciple. It's rare that you're finding churches nowadays that are gonna check up on a guy who is in a bad spot or who got caught in sin and he admitted. It's rare that you're gonna find somebody that's gonna still check up on him. It's rare that you're gonna find uh the doors of the church actually being open to do what the church is called to do and supposed to do. There are churches out there that do it, but it's like, yo. People are hiding their sin because the church isn't doing what it's what it's supposed to do. Like, imagine. I mean, I, part of the reason I believe why I hid my sin, why I hid some of the things that I did that was wrong, is because the church wasn't doing what it's supposed to do. I didn't really have nobody like, hey Steph, you know it's twelve o'clock and I know X Y Z over there. Like, I didn't have. I did, you know what I mean? And I know people knew what I was doing. Sure, I mean, I'm just saying. Let me say this. Let me say this. We are dealing in an era where church is a cycle. It's not community, it's a cycle. And what do I mean by, by church is a cycle? The church is a cycle by, what do we judge church on now? What do we judge on? People judge people judge church by numbers. So we'll judge that church was great this Sunday because we had a lot of people. Uh, uh, Bible study was great because we had a lot of people. Youth whatever was crazy because it was packed. We don't judge anything off of community, how we care for one another, how, how we sit down and say, I haven't seen Dallas for three Sundays in a row, somebody in this entire building of all these people should call him. But all of us sit back and, and are selfish and say, he's all right. That's what we're judging it off of. We're judging it off of fly Instagram posts that make you want to repost it. We're judging it off of, oh, that guy's fresh. Are we judging it by the right things? Are we holding ourselves to biblical standards? Majority of the time, the answer is no. Are we supposed to be perfect? Mm -mm. Are we ever going to be perfect? 
But what we're supposed to do is operate how Christ operates. And if you're walking around and you don't see anybody in here operating how Christ is operating, maybe you should roll. Man, that that's deep, bro. That's that's that right there, man. Because during my exile, you know, <laughs> during my time, I'll, I'll say that it really had me thinking, man. Because I'm um, I'm reading about the love of Jesus. I have to fill myself with love of Jesus, love of Jesus, right? I have to do this, this, forgiving Jesus. Because I was like, dude, at some point, I got to the point where I was just like, you y'all remember that show, Undercover Bosses? Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. What if Jesus went undercover bosses to some of these churches? Fam, like like, like like they like they always say, everybody loves the restaurant till they work in the kitchen. Mm. That's what I'm saying. And again, I'm not here to weigh people away from Christ, weigh people this, this, and this, or like you be woke stuff like this. But dude, this whole thing is just like we need to handle this process different so people don't stray away. Like if I wasn't as spiritually strong, mentally strong, and I didn't have the community, like. I probably wouldn't be saved right now. And I'm the one that was born in church, raising it. And I'm like, if this happened to someone else, they're not coming back. Like they're not coming back. And it's like, we need to start as godly people, as brothers, sisters in Christ. We need to just like, just be there for each other, man. Just check up like, um, and you know, ever since Kobe died, man, like you, everyone came out with just like, check on somebody, check on somebody. That became real to me because I usually, you know, I'll forget. I'll be like, ah, they're all right. They're all right. But now if I think of a name, I'm just shooting them a text like, hey, yo, you good? Hey, yo, you good? Hey, man, love you, man. And it's just like the church doesn't do that because, again, and I understand, like, pastors have a lot they have on their chest, blah, 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 blah. But I know the other pastors who are in there playing contests of champions, you know, during – <laughs> let me hey, let me let me let me say this. I know we said some pastors have a lot on their plate, but a lot of churches. I think like seventy five percent of the churches in the country have like seventy five members or less. Like it's pretty rare if you find to find a church over a hundred. Now okay. like you walk in and you find them over a hundred. It's rare. So there's a lot of pastors in the church. Mm, that's real. Just not you. Just we just not. We're and let me not say you. Let me say we because I'm headed down that that path of being glory to God pastor as well. Yeah. We thank God, man. Thank God. Uh, but we're not doing what we need to do. We're not doing what we're supposed to do. We're supposed to, yo, I didn't see this member. Hey, what's going on? What's up? Let's wrap real quick. Like talk. We're missing that part. And then you're on the flip side. You do have these pastors that have over a hundred members that have large churches, large facilities, large staff. And we only check up on the we only check up on the people that we see consistently. Oh yeah, last week we went to barbecue together. Like, or they only check on people that make the basket heavier. I was about to say that. I was about to say that. That that that's kind of crazy. A lot of air horns go. That's a fact. I would, and also. Because at this one church where this life was changed, this life was changed. (laughs) Hey, 
Hey, dog, you know what I'm saying? Hold up. Everybody, let's open our Bible app. <laughs> yeah, okay. now, at what job when you got on this podcast? What? I said th this life was changed. Oh, okay. <laughs> this life was changed. Yeah, was there different. you go. I see what you did. Yeah, come on, brother. Come on, brother. It's not like that. My life was changed. That's what I'm saying. Amen. But this, but this one church that I'm talking about, like past tense, right? Their worship pastor was flirting with the audio engineer who was married. Who was married. So they are flirting. They're doing this, that, and the third. So when the pastor finds out, they get rid of the audio engineer. They're like, hey, and this person's been a long time goer. He, I, this person, you know, has done what he, what they've done for a long time. And one of the staples of that community and that place. That guy, they kept this other person because of their parents. The parents are wealthy, goers, very much into the culture. Um, so to Brown's point, that is very real and unfortunate. Very real and unfortunate. I, I really didn't even think about like, and maybe some people avoid church discipline because they make the basket heavy. I, I'm, I'm going to say this, though. My prayer is that God, like, opens their eyes to this and and give right. them grace to definitely to like this ain't how we supposed to be operating like i know we laugh and joke but that's some serious stuff like that's um, real it, it, it's real um people that's watching i know that's like a a thing that keeps people away from church i'm definitely. here to tell you Stephen here to tell you dallas is here to tell you i'm here to tell you that there are real church communities that care about you i know we had this conversation and we're talking about it <clears throat> but there are real church communities that are out here that want to build you up, want you to be a part of community, want to instill the word of God in you and don't give up trying to find one of those communities That part, because I, because I know it gets tough. I know it's tough. I know it's tough to trust people after certain church hurt events. And it's a, it's a tough process. And I'm, I'm with everybody. I, I'm, I'm with y'all. Love y'all. Appreciate everybody that's watching. That's going to be be that goes that's going through this, and, and that could be going through this. There is a community for you, and God wants you to be in community. Don't let the enemy trick you to say you don't need to be in community. That's I will say this. I will say this. Through everything we've said, I think the biggest flaw that I realized later was uh, I was putting my faith into man. I was putting my faith into imperfection instead of Jesus, right? Come on. So I think anybody that's going through this, that's hearing this, that's getting riled up like me, you know who else got done dirty. It's just like, focus your eyes on Jesus, man. Because that, at the end of the day, I can never play drums again. I can never play keys again. I can never do this, this, and that. But if, you know, my first sight is Jesus, I'm good. Come on, now. I'm doing what I'm supposed to do. You know what I'm saying? And that took a lot to realize because it's like, He's the reason we're doing all this. I'm not doing this to get, you know, tagged in my story, to share it on my story, to, you know, for the affirmation of man. I'm not giving man power by giving me a positive emotion. Like, by, of course, compliments and stuff, that's different. But when I'm looking to you as, like, a reason that I'm doing what I'm doing, I'm in the wrong. Mm -hmm. So I think, I think one thing for people like me, you know, um, go through this or even doing any of that, just focus your eyes on because Jesus is nothing but love. There's nothing 
but love, there's forgiveness, there's mercy that you, you see time and time again of Jesus just doing the impossible of Jesus, just healing, broken. And it's like, you have to at that point, because if you put your faith in man, it's just, it, it's just going to happen and it, you're just going to be broken. You know what I'm saying? For sure. So it's, it, we could definitely say that even though Stephen J. Walker, I don't agree with, you know, I'm not a big. Why do you keep saying your full name? Because I just like my name. Because I don't have a nickname. Everybody else has why, a name. Why do you do that? Why do you do that, Stephen J. Walker? Like, we know who you are, my G. Yeah, like, you, you Stephen. My name is Stephen J. Walker. <laughs> 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 hey, I saw the first episode. I saw the first episode when you were like, my name is Steven. When Brown said the first time he met y'all. <laughs> it wasn't even, and, and, and that wasn't even what happened. And this is what happened. That week no. behind Jazz Sports you had on, boy. It wasn't a Jansport. It was an Adidas backpack. I'm pretty sure. Cut it out, bucko. I'm pretty sure it was Adidas. My bad. But go ahead. Go ahead. My, my fault. My fault. No, it's cool. The people don't need to. People don't need to hear what I need to say. Dude. <laughs> <laughs> nah. What I wanted to say was so it's it's safe to say that you needed to go through this in order to, for you to have an understanding, or for, in order for you, in order for you to increase in your faith in who Jesus is and who God is. Like you had to go through this. Like even though you have to know for yourself, even yeah. though it wasn't it wasn't pretty, even though you know we may disagree with the with the format of the church discipline and whatnot. This is how God gets His glory. This is how God gets the glory in the end. And so for those of you who are watching right now, you might be going through a hard time. You might be going through something tough. What's the goal in the end? How can God get the glory? It. How is God getting the glory in this? And to look inward. Look, at, look in the mirror. I go through this a lot. Like, all right, Lord, what within me are you trying to? Yeah, trying to get it out of there. <clears throat> so... You know, even though it was hard, even though it was hard for you, Dallas, and even though it's hard for some of you guys that are watching right now, the journey's not over. It's just beginning. And if and if you got to go through something difficult in order for you to have an understanding of who God truly is, of who Jesus really is. Embrace that, yo. Embrace <laughs> that. Embrace the that. valley, bro. Come on, man. Embrace that. Yeah, Embrace that. definitely. Well. Y'all. That's it. <laughs> That's it. Shout out to my guy Dallas, man. Thanks for coming on the show, bro. Listen, we Good appreciate job, it so much uh, for you coming on, being vulnerable, telling your story. And for those of you that are watching, man, let this story, let Dallas' story, let what we've talked about tonight, let it help you. Praise God, man. It can help you. Tell there, there's no way it can't. Go ahead, man. Hey, Amen. I, I do. I do have some closing statements. You know how Jack on uh, All the Smoke has a banging segment. I got my list ready. You know, uh, <laughs> no, Dang, what's really just, what's really crazy is we gotta we gotta go. All right, bud. I do want some of that merch y'all are talking about. I, that I do. Want hey, to be. Brown, Brown got the laptop coming in Man, tomorrow. 100%. Bro, bro, you on the show? You already know we got you. Oh yeah, that you is, got yeah, you gotta get some. And when people and when people ask you, yo, how you get that early? Don't even worry about it, man. We, Don't worry about it. <laughs> but I, I do also want to say this. I, I do want to say thank you to you, Stephen J. Walker. <laughs> Brown, Rome, man, for even thinking about having me on here. You knew the risk, and you took it, and I really appreciate that. Again, 
Um, I'm not here to waver anybody away from the church. I'm not here to say the church is crooked. I'm not here to say this and the third. It's just that, you know, we all have testimonies, you know, whatever you go through, you know, there's a light at the end of the tunnel. And man, it's um, very grateful, you know, for y'all in this sense, you know, so appreciate you, man, for real. Appreciate you. Thank bro. you, Dallas Brown. Any Brown, any last words? Any last words is this. Follow us on the gram. Follow us on YouTube. Subscribe. 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 Do all of that. Subscribe. Do all that. Be a part of the, be a part of the family, man. The family. Join the gang. This ain't yeah. this ain't you ain't following us. You joining us. I'm joining you my ooh, baby. I like you ain't following us. Oh, that's pretty good. That was good. You ain't that's why I brought you on. That's why I had you on the show, man. <laughs> That's why I had you on the show for that, bro. That right there. He always like, has to hey. turn it back to him. <laughs> you see that? Hey, listen, for the sake of the real, let me look in the camera real quick. Yo, you're not following us. You're joining us. I just had to get oh, that off. Like, just like for the sake of the real. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Man, hey, look, we're we in the content space now. But no, on a, on a serious tip, for those of you that are watching, we're wrapping up here. But on a serious tip, get your behind in church. Get your behind in the community. If you're so hurt, that, that you won't let Jesus fix it or you won't open up yourself to anybody else, you're out of line. You're out of order. Read your Bible. We love y'all. Thank y'all so much. Christ the Culture. Dallas, we appreciate you, Brown. You know, I love you. Shout out to my guy, Rome. Man, we'll see y'all next week. Peace. I'll let y'all. Peace.